yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again another fantastic indie creator interview. It's your Caper Crusader Cody, and we're keeping it geekly with our new guest, Ray Lalica. We're here to break down Fallen 2, Dragons Among Us, and everything in between. Ray, welcome to the show, man. It's it's nice to finally get you on. Oh, yeah, it's been a long time since uh, issue one, so I'm overdue, I guess, eh? <laughs> how's everything going uh up up to the north man how's uh you know how's the weather i know it's snowing right now so are you guys getting hit with any of that as well well there's no snow it's it's still it's rigidly cold as usual you know, <laughs> he's like that's, that, that that's our normal <laughs> that's normal here yeah until we get into to like june and july and then it's like uh living in hades you know it's hotter than hell here so yeah it's one or the other so Ray, before we dive into Fallen Issue Two, let's you know I like to begin with the basics. So let's begin with who you are and how you got into creating comics. Uh, let's see. So I, I've always drawn like comic stuff. I've just been a comic nerd my entire life, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, I got into comics when I was I, I was more or less during the pandemic. I started getting because I had more time. To sit down and draw right so i i started getting back into drawing quite a bit more often instead of like you know, every few months i was doing it like every every week and then it turns into every day and then i decided you know what i'm gonna just i started doing some sample pages of comic like with panels and stuff mm -hmm. and uh i was like you know what this isn't enough i should just i i didn't like going off of a script that somebody else had already done you know well, well, wanted to do something that hasn't been done so what, what, like, what about that uh like uh did you not like uh, was it just not having creative control of your art well it was like it was like i felt like i was almost imitating somebody else's line work that's already drawn it out so i was like i, I need something original right mm -hmm. something that hasn't been drawn before and uh i had no luck finding that right off the bat so i started working on fallen right and then uh while i was working on that i i sort of tapped into the indie community a bit because i started reading more about you know getting your own comic made right and uh i met up with matt wilding excellent man he's a great guy to work with and everything and uh I, I did a couple of small scripts for him, like short stories, and it, that really got my foot in the door with indie comics. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. It was good working with him. Since then, I've done a a few other, you know, short stories for other creators and that. And yeah. So, uh, what were some of those uh, other short stories that you worked on? L let's kind of like paint the way leading up to Fallen. All right. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm terrible remembering names, you know that? Oh, no, you're fine, um, you're fine. <laughs> I'm going to have to look it up here. Um, the other one was Justin. Um, I'm going to butcher his name right now. Justin Booten. Booten? He's mm -hmm. a the mechanic geek on, on Twitter. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Excellent dude. Yeah, so I did a 10-page short story for him. Um Let's see what else did I do um, with uh, uh, coffee and comics. Coffee okay, yeah, and comics. yeah, yeah, yeah. John, yeah. So I, I did a, a cover for his comic, a variant cover, and uh, 
was it Nobium? Nobium Comics. I've just finished up uh, another short story for an anthology he's putting out. Well, that's awesome. And, yeah, it's, I don't know. Kyle, uh, I can't remember the name. I did a short story for oh, him. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> so when, you, when you're working in those collaborative efforts, like, What's that experience like compared to when you're doing it uh, by yourself? I mean, do you have any different ways that you approach it or or the way you, you know, you, you get the job done? Uh, I So with my own work, I go right to the good draft. Like, so I'm, I'm on the bristle board with my own stuff because I already know how I got it mapped out in my brain sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I can just go ahead and start drawing circles and squares, right? <laughs> yeah. And then when I'm I'm working with a, a writer, I, I go through all the steps. So I do the roughs and uh, the thumbs, and and then I start doing panel layouts, and mm-hmm. so I, I give them that. So because I I don't want to be doing work seventeen times over. So yeah, I like getting stuff approved off the bat. Okay, the, how does this look? Looks good. Then I proceed to you know a rough draft, and then finished pencils and then inks right so yeah it's just my process that i go through i, I just like communicating a lot and uh, what i mean what does that process look like i i know i noticed you mentioned uh using circles and squares i mean like how, how do you come up with your models i just draw <laughs> <laughs> i just let I don't it know how, how simple <laughs> to put it it's just you just put it out on the paper and, you, and it just it kind of just flows into the next day i mean mm-hmm. you want it to you want each panel to kind of guide into the next, right? So it, it should be easy for the the reader to to follow along with the story. And I actually I teach a, a workshop at the local art store in town, where I teach kids how to do panel layouts and. Oh, that's so awesome! Yeah, so it, it I don't know, we're we're talking about doing an adult class along the way here yet too, so. <laughs> but yeah, it's been pretty wild working with the kids. They got some great imaginations. Yeah, so uh, maybe I should have rephrased that question. Like, what goes into like laying out your panels and and, and such when, when when you're doing it? Like, what do you mean? I don't know what you mean. Like, by like that. for the the perspective of your panels. Like, what goes what goes into creating that whole square for you? Like, when I know you said you had some circles and squares, but like when you're working on your background, like, you know, what type of references are you pulling from, or is it all just like from from your head? Well, I, I kind of go off what the, the script says, right? So mm-hmm. if the script is like, okay, you know, sometimes they're very detailed, like right down to the nook and cranny of what they want on there. And then other scripts are more open, like more freedom to, to whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, it all depends on what the words are on the paper. And then you kind of go off that. Sometimes I go off references, like especially if it's like a, a timepiece. So then you, you start Googling up images of like, uh, I think it was the, the one story I worked with Matt Wilding on there. He wanted uh, a train station from like the 1920s or something, right? Mm-hmm. Or 1800s it was. And so I, I had to look up, okay, what did the trains look like back then? You don't want to have like some <laughs> yeah. kind of streamlined, you know, super train on there that is supposed to be in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. So, and stuff like, and it was, uh, the New York train station he had it situated into. So I was like, I have no idea what the new New York train station looks like, let alone what it looked like in the 1800s. So yeah, it's just, it basically goes off that. And then you kind of want to have it to, 
you know, I like having it so that there's a good variety of, of different images on the page. Mm-hmm. So you don't want it all to be like a far away shot or the whole thing of a close-up. You want to keep the page interesting. So that's kind of I... how I play it. Because uh, you're also uh, outside of, you know, the writer and, you know, creator artist, uh, you're an artist for hire as well. So, I mean, where can uh, any, if anyone's interested in, in hiring you, uh, where, where can people uh, look at uh, acquiring your talents? Um, they could like, like, uh, go on to my portfolio on ArtStation or even my Twitter or Instagram page. I, I got more so more art posted on my Instagram page, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's picture based, right? So, and, and uh, my art station is basically just my uh, sequential pages and covers I've done. So, so are you uh, are you looking to do it all, or is there certain genres that are really like piquing your interest? I'm I, lately I've been really getting into more horror comics. Okay, like, kind of. Yeah, I, I got another one coming out this year. I, I'd like to put out anyway. This year is, is called uh, I Hate the Morning. I think we all do. (laughs) But it's a play on words, right? So it's like mourning as if you're missing someone, right? Okay. Yeah. So that's that's what's uh, my plan is I'd like to put out a horror comic for sure. No, that's awesome. So we were talking earlier as well. uh, Do you uh, do most of your art traditionally or do you do some of it digitally as well? Um, So I, I think up until December... I finally got one of those tablets where you can draw on mm-hmm. to the computer because I'm pretty old school, right? I, I do most of my stuff on paper and and I ink it traditionally. And now since I got this uh, tablet, I've been starting to color the work as well. But uh, yeah, like for the most part, it's, it's drawn. I, I prefer to draw on the paper. Uh, well, uh, why is it just because like, you're so used to it or... Um... Like, you know, what, what is it for you? You think that kind of steers you towards that? I, I like seeing the whole page and I, like and I can kind of reference other parts of it instead of mm-hmm. being too zoomed in. Cause like I, I can be like a couple inches away from the page with my face and then I can pull it back quick. Right. Mm-hmm. To see what I've just made a mistake on. <laughs> and, oh, I get that. Then, <laughs> and then you, you can kind of go back and forth like that and and I, I find with drawing like digitally like I know there, there's a lot of uh like since I've started messing around with it a bit there's some really cool things you can do with it and it's it really simplifies a lot of stuff it takes away the the use of rulers a lot which is nice because I hate mm-hmm. using rulers but uh yeah I don't know I'm still old school I just love it <laughs> I like the pencil carving into the paper and all that, that good so stuff. what's uh what's the beef with rulers because <laughs> <laughs> i always break them i sit on the damn <laughs> was not expected <laughs> well was... i got two pomeranians right and mm-hmm. and uh the one it seems like every 10 minutes he's got to go out to the bathroom it's like oh so i gotta get up and i put my stuff down then i go let the dog out and then I come back, and sure enough, there's a ruler under my butt. So, <laughs> and then you have to use a broken one. No, I get it. I yeah. Get it. <laughs> so let's uh, let's go ahead and dive into Fallen Issue One and Two. We're here to talk about Fallen Issue Two, Dragons Among Us. But of course, let's set the pace a little bit with uh, what happened uh, in Issue One, and uh, you know what you know what, what what type of comic is Fallen? 
you know, I, I kind of wanted to make a, a comic that that was different. I didn't want to do some traditional superhero comic. And I also didn't want to do like something that's been done before. So I, I really wanted something with all the elements of of comics that was all in one sort of deal, right? Mm -hmm. So there's there is like an he is sort of a hero, fallen, the, the main character. But uh he's also like, you know, he's confused. He doesn't know what's going on. He's just a regular guy that's been thrown into a mess, right? So <laughs> And, you know, this is, it just kind of crept up on him. And, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, how would you react if you were told you got some kind of weird powers and, and uh, you know, you got this stupid looking suit with horns on your head. How would you react? <laughs> right? And I kind of yeah. thought, like, how would I react? I think I'd be like, yeah, right. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so... That's basically what I went on with that, and then the horror is is uh, is more or less the the dragon queen coming in, which is almost fantasy as well, right? Mm -hmm. But she's kind of a scary looking, you know, imposing character, and uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of it was based on nightmares as well, right? So you know, you start having these visions, and and you're not sure if it's a, a vision or if it's a, a nightmare, and how do you react to these sort of things? So it was, it was basically a reaction comic. I gotcha. So you are the writer, the line art, and the colorist. Uh, can we give a shout out to the rest of the creative team involved? Yeah, so uh, Johnny, I'm gonna mess up his name because he's he's Finnish. Good, because I, I was going to try to shout him out, but I was like, I do not know about that last name, so we're gonna yeah. let Ray take the wheel. If, I'm just gonna say it's Johnny Hogg, Hogg, or Haig. Either one. I think I'm getting close. Uh, he's the letter of the comic. And uh, like I said, he's Finnish and, and he's also a writer in his, in his own rights. He's coming up with a short story pretty quick here that he's working on. And uh, it looks amazing, to be honest. It's, it's crazy good. So, yeah, you guys, if you aren't following Johnny yet, you got to get on that. Because not only is he a fantastic letter, he's a, a good writer as well. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, check him out. And Arrows uh, did not mess up his name again. So he's <laughs> he's from South America. Um, and Denardi, Denardi, mm -hmm. he's from South America, and he's the he did the color flats for this issue. And uh, I was intrigued. I was looking for a, a person to do the color flats, and. Uh, he popped up and and uh his stuff looked pretty legit and mm -hmm. and johnny actually said well he worked with him on a on a comic in the past so he said that he was excellent to work with so i'm like oh i'll, I'll go off your guys's words because you know at the time like i don't even know what colored flats were at the time i was just <laughs> you know i was looking for it in the summer to kind of speed up the process mm -hmm. so I was like, I don't even know what I'm looking for, so I'm just going to go off what everybody says. If that's good, it's good. Yeah. No, that is awesome. I think right now would be a perfect segue. Let's go ahead and head over to the Kickstarter and pull up the campaign and see what we're we're here to talk about today. We're here to look at Fallen Issue 2 Dragon Among Us, an epic fantasy superhero comic about a man's fate forever altered after he gains dragon powers. 
currently at $732 of a $1,270 goal with 27 backers and 26 days left to go. Four days into the campaign. I mean, you're already almost halfway uh, through it. How are you feeling right now, Ray? Actually, I, I'm surprised. You know, it, it took me a lot of uh, a lot of, of grueling digging last campaign. So, mm -hmm. you know, to, to be at this point, just a few days in, I'm, I'm like ecstatic. It was like, oh, cool. This is deadly, right? So... So I must That's have awesome. did something right first issue. Yeah, and yeah. I got some returning fans. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm out of this world <laughs> happy with it. It's cool. So you, I mean, you said uh, our main character Fallen. He he grows these uh, horns. I mean, uh, what was some of the inspiration for this character design? It looks so gruesome. So, um, the story is is I made the character back in high school, and uh, I I don't know I I. At the time, he had like swords coming out of his head. Like I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> they were like blades, right? Mm -hmm. And I had like a strap to hold the blades on, so he could like impale people with these blades. And then I had little claws on his hands, like almost like miniature Wolverine ones. But uh, yeah, so and then over time, the I was like, why did I put blades on this guy's head? It looks stupid, right? So I was like, <laughs> you know what? Looks dumber horns. So let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sword seems like it'd be a lot more work as an artist too, right? Like you have to like, that'd be a lot of rulering. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can kind of round out the horns, right? So no, it, that's basically how the design came up with that. And so when I designed the character, I designed the character and then I came up with the story after. I know it's all backwards, but that's how I roll. <laughs> So let's check out some of these preview pages as well. And I, I love how dark and gritty it is, like right off the rip. We have, you know, a bloody scene happening right here. And then boom. So like, what you know, is this uh, this our bad guy right here, I'm, I'm assuming? No, no, that's the main character. That's the main character. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so it's almost, uh, it's taken right off from, from the first issue, right? Mm -hmm. So it explains... Cause, so the first issue kind of it's confusing and it's it's meant to be confusing because it's I kind of wanted it to like uh, like a point of view like his home perspective of, of what's happening right mm -hmm. so and I I understand you know some of the readers that were like oh it's, I don't know I had the one reviewer he was like I don't know it's kind of confusing but I'm like it's meant to be because mm -hmm. I want him to be I want you to feel what he's feeling so right off the bat it kind of explains where he got his powers from okay so if you remember in the first issue it started out where there was a he was a dreaming and he wakes up and and there was uh the girl was impaled right mm -hmm. so in this issue it takes off where he woke up in his bed after that dream so this is what happened before he went home and went to sleep that night so you know he was left in the alleyway and left for dead and then wakes up and this happens and i just love how your paneling is and the layout is right here especially in this corner how you have him like getting impaled with his hand and like he's kind of breaking like through like this panel right here and right here like this is awesome like you know what goes into your page layouts when you're, you're creating them well, I, I, I want it to flow, right? So, and like the way I do it is is like the first panel there where he's on the ground, it's it's forcing your eye to the next panel 
mm-hmm. because he's he's in that direction, right? And then right off of that one, you're getting forced down to the middle panel there on panel three because his arm is well, that's force perspective, right? So you're you're getting forced right into that panel three. And then the kind of graded kind of goes down like stairs, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's basically how I wanted to just kind of have a nice flow to the page. No, that is cool. I, I definitely love the layout. And and the these this color palette is just gorgeous as well. Yeah, it's a little. I, I wanted this issue really dark and gritty as well because mm-hmm. it's it's. It's kind of like okay, he realizes this is for real. It's not like uh, a dream anymore. So, you know, I, he's he's deep in it, and and uh, the nightmares have become real. Yeah, it looks like a uh, this character is dissolving like right in his hands. Like, you know, what, what's is is it spoiler to talk about it or like? Well, you know, so it, it is a bit of a spoiler because well, I mean, if you you checked out the first issue, she dies obviously. And she gets pulled up on the rooftop, and uh, from there, you know, he doesn't—he actually kills her himself, mm-hmm. and uh, so he's devastated, obviously, because he didn't mean to. It just, you know, the snap of the fingers, and he was up there on the rooftop, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so he doesn't understand his powers yet, and neither do we. So I'm like I'm I'm still trying to keep it in the the mystery stage where what what is going on here, right? How come this <laughs> yeah. is happening? So just like he doesn't understand what's happening, neither does the reader. So <laughs> that's basically how I wanted to lay it out. Yeah, some some beautiful interiors and, right here and as actually well. Actually, the page three, uh, if you can go up there, yeah, right there. Those are actually cameos, those guys in there. Oh, really? Uh, from uh, your first campaign? Yeah, they bought the cameo tier. Cool. So, uh, yeah, the, the two gentlemen there, they're they're both cameos in the comics. So I thought I'd throw that out there for them. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, if that, you buy that... a cameo tier, you're going to get put right in the mix of it. So <laughs> You're not just and... the person standing in a crowd. Right here, too. Things are about to get extra cli- climatic at uh at, at some point within issue two, too. It looks. Yeah, I wanted to because it, it starts out kind of like a slow burn the comic, and then mm-hmm. it kind of picks up as it goes along. So like, the the pages without any dialogue on them, they are further into the comic, right? I just wanted to show that in the preview. Like, okay, it isn't just the entire thing is a th- slow burn there. It does pick up pace, so. Yeah, and I love this fight sequence as well too. So uh, is uh, he's fighting like another uh, demonic like entity? Like, well, what's going on here? Well, he's a dragon as well, right? Okay, all right. They're all yeah. dragons. There's no demons, no Satan worshiping. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Slick from the first issue. He was introduced right at the very end. So uh, his old buddy Stanley from the from the plant mm-hmm. turns out was a, a dragon watching over him so i love these designs too especially the weapons like how how uh, his blade is is like there's like notches in it and then his is just like one solid red so the blade came up by chance right mm-hmm. because when he was introduced to the 
the Dragon Queen in the first issue. She said, like, uh, take your weapon. It was just a random weapon. She she had no, you know, intention of of him taking it. It's, and it wasn't like, uh, didn't have its own power or anything. It was just a, a random weapon. The, the power comes from within him. As you can tell with his glowing eyes are the same as the sword, right? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And then we have some rewards. So real quick, guys, let's check out some of these tiers. Uh, everything is going to be in Canadian, just to give you a real quick uh, heads up. But the price for American is right underneath it as well. Be sure to check this out with us right here is the link. And as always back, if you're able to, we would love to see it. So we can get Fallen Issue 2 PDF at $6 Canadian or about $5 USD. You can get Fallen 1 and 2 PDF for about $9 Canadian or $7 USD. Uh, awesome price for two comic books right there. You can get issue two physical for $12 Canadian or $9 USD the local pickups so will give us a little bit about this tier well you, you know the the story takes place in the Queen City which is my hometown Regina so uh, there was a lot of local interest eh, with the first issue mm -hmm. so I thought I'd, I'd add up adding like some local ones so you know they can pick them up from uh, the cons or oh that's cool or, uh, the comic store or whatever in town so and get that personal experience uh a chance to meet the creator yeah exactly that's yeah. so cool that's awesome are you also doing like signings or is that like an extra charge or anything oh no no if you want a comic sign just let me know i'll even ask maybe in a uh when i do the surveys if you'd like it signed cool yeah no, I, that's... I don't charge anything extra for that yeah, that's fantastic. So a chance to meet him uh, for tw just 12 bucks uh, Canadian. I mean, you can't beat that price. We have the Fallen Digital Full Flight for 15 Canadian. You get issues one, two, Fallen Black and White Process Picks, and three digital uh, screensavers. You can get a copy of the variant for issue two at 15 Canadian. We have Fallen 1 and 2 physical editions for 22 So some outstanding prices right there as well. Make a dream come dragon or come true dragon for 25 Canadian. So you get a uh, physical signed copy of Fallen 2 with a trading card and a sketch. Is the sketch going to be like anything they want or something from uh, the series? I just, I do random sketches for them. Okay. So I mean, and, but it's not like a, it's not like you'd think for a sketch. It's you're getting a really nice picture and it's mm -hmm. like a, it's a small like you know like the side of a postcard sort of uh, size for it and uh it's penciled and inked okay so it's, you're getting actual authentic art it's not like just some scribble on paper and just a whole bunch of awesome uh, tiers as well, guys. Be sure to check out that link to hit it up. You can get a Fallen Issue 2 Dragon t-shirt bundle for 60 Canadian as well. That'll get you a physical of Issue 2, a t-shirt trading card, the PDF, and the black and white process as well. Uh, and these shirts look just gorgeous too with the uh, with cover A on them. So Yeah, yeah. It's got, so it's got the badge on the front and then the cover is on the back of them. Mm -hmm. And then right here, uh, this is the variant? Yeah, that's the variant. So who are we seeing right here holding this uh, glass? This is the Dragon Queen. The infamous Dragon Queen. Yeah, she's uh, our villain in the comic. Or so you think she's the villain anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have, of course, three prints to choose from, or you can get them all, and then some collectibles. Here yeah, those are the at... sketches that are going to be, be doing. Oh, yeah, no, these are pretty detailed. Holy crap. Yeah. So it's not just the scribble it's you're getting some nice artwork 
I think it's decent. Too. Yeah, I mean, and for, especially for the price. I mean, uh, like your own like physical artwork uh, that's like a one and done. Like, I yeah. mean that that is an outstanding price. And these are gorgeous uh, too. I'm I'm also doing commissions as well. If people are interested. So we have so a. Uh... Oh, go ahead. You'd get eleven by seventeen page, like mm -hmm. ink drawn and inked. So uh, we have the uh, 100 for uh, Canadian. You can get the, the cameo Star Dragon. So you can be in the next issue of issue three. And then that commission uh, he was talking about, the commission with the full spread for 200 Canadian. Uh, this is, And this is freaking gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. Holy crap. Yeah, so you'd, you'd get something similar to that. What, like, I mean, you get to pick what you want on it, too. Mm -hmm. right? So, yeah, this is gorgeous. Holy crap. So some awesome tiers there. Uh, Ray, I got to ask, you know, after going through that Kickstarter in its entirety, what would you like to say to anyone who might be on the fence about backing if you just had a few seconds to address them? Um, I, I honestly think you'd, you'd enjoy it. I, you know, it's it's a, a four-issue arc. So it's, this is the second edition. And, uh, I mean, I, I've, I've kept it pretty affordable because I know, like, a lot of people are... They, they question backing... Uh, uh, Kickstarters and that, right? Because mm -hmm. well, it's it's cheaper to go to your comic shop, right? You can get a comic for, you know, anywhere from five to ten bucks, right? So I, I'm I'm keeping the price low, so people are more enticed to to pick it up. This isn't uh, this isn't a profit making opportunity. It's more to get just your work out there and and get it seen, right? So, you know. It's a it's a cool story. I, like I said, I got all the elements of of, uh, of my favorite comics in there. Like you got a little bit of superhero, some horror, some fantasy, mm -hmm. and some mystery. So, you know, try something different. It should be cool. That's awesome. And for everyone watching, right there is the link to check it out and make it happen today. Ray, what's next for you in 2023? Do you have any other projects like up your sleeve, or are you just working on Fallen for the rest of the year? Well, like as I said, I'm I'm also an artist for hire, so I'm uh, I'm working on a commission right now. I'm still open for more. Like I I'm, I'm always open for commissions. Anybody got work, send them my way. And uh, once again, split. <laughs> and once again, uh, where uh, where's the best place for them to find uh, if they're looking? Uh, so my Twitter is uh, R Lolliker, and uh, my Instagram is Ray Lolliker Art. And uh, Facebook is the same. So, and, and you can find my links for my art station on those too. So, awesome, awesome. Yeah. So, and, and so I'm also working on, uh, like I said earlier, that horror comic. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping I can get that released, uh, or I'll run another Kickstarter, more than likely for it in the summer or early fall. And then uh, that's that's going to be called uh, "I Hate the Morning." It's a vampire horror story for anybody that's into that kind of stuff. Ooh, that sounds and, awesome. Uh, I'm hoping to get the uh, issue three. I'll run a Kickstarter maybe November, mm -hmm. December, something like that. Later on in the year. I, I want to keep them closer together. So, No, that's awesome. So, Ray, before we let you go, I do have to ask you for a little bit of advice for anyone who might be new or even seasoned listening. And I think uh, just listening earlier and... And hearing, uh, you know, you talk about like panel layouts and the importance of like leading uh, the reader's eyes. Uh, for anyone having trouble doing that, 
what would be your biggest piece of advice to help them? You know what? I, I tell everybody, I, I sound like a broken record probably, but you just draw. Just keep drawing. I mean, the more you do it, the better you get at it. Mm -hmm. And the, the progression of, of how do I do this or how does the next panel, how is it going to look? It, it comes to you over time and kind of just a progression of, of knowledge and uh, your hand-eye coordination gets better and the retention memory with, with drawing and, and it's, you just got to keep drawing. Mm -hmm. That's the best thing. And if you want to make a comic, just make a comic. You don't, you don't have to get an invitation, pick up some paper, draw your own stuff. That's the best advice I can give anyone that wants to get into comic books. Yeah, and I mean, it, it makes sense. Uh, practice makes perfect, right? And the more you do it, the the better you're going to get. And uh, the more the more ideas, you, you know, I, I forgot what it was, but it was something like uh, this person had to, uh, tr they're trying to get better at writing, so they had to write like a hundred poems. And sure, like a bunch of them weren't good, but a lot of them were, you know. You're putting it out there, right? That's the whole yeah, thing. Like, I yeah. mean, it's just, it's like, you know, writers, they, they say, the best way to, to write a story, get better at writing, is write short stories. Same as, as drawing a picture. Draw more pictures. Draw small ones. Draw big ones. Whatever you like. But that's the best way to get better and advance in, in what you're doing. Some awesome advice there. Thank you so much for swinging by, Ray. I had an awesome time chatting with you, man. Uh, we're definitely going oh, to have to get you back on for, uh, for Fallen 3 and for your uh, I Hate Morning as well. I do hate the morning. It's morning right now, and uh, <laughs> I'm out of coffee, so... I'm, I'm running low on coffee as well. So, guys, with that being said, it is time for us to wrap up. I hope you all have a lovely, lovely day. But most importantly, oh. keep it geekly. Oh, 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 oh. Before we go, I got to give some shout-outs. Yes, yes. Let's reel it back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cody. I interrupted your farewell. I want to give a shout-out to Containment Breach. Uh, it's an excellent anthology that's that's running right now on Kickstarter. And mm -hmm. uh, some really awesome creators in, in there. And you're going to love it. Trust me. It's, it's really good. It's an excellent uh, group of stories and fa fantastic artwork in there. Uh, next one, I want to give a shout out to uh, Jason Farrow. He's working on Kickstarter for uh, The Convictor. If you like hard-hitting action with in-your-face punches and you're going to love it. Lots of mm -hmm. blood and a smiley face villain. So it's pretty cool. But other than that, hey, I'll let you take it away, Cody. You yeah, ever... not a problem. No, no. We actually had Containment Breach on, I want to say, like a, a couple shows ago. So yeah. small world there. And we're always about spreading that love. So what better place than to do it uh, on this platform? So, guys, with that being said, it is time for us to wrap up. Have one hell of a Saturday. But most importantly, keep it geekly.